It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. to Anger 911. I am your host, Janet Pfeiffer, and I am the Peace Alchemist. And thank you so much for joining me today. We have a really kind of interesting, little bit quirky kind of a show. Today we're going to be talking about how to start and or stop an argument. So sounds a little odd, doesn't it? But <laughs> why would I want to teach you how to start an argument? I mean, isn't the whole purpose of everything that I do to try to help you create peace and harmony within your relationship? So why would I want to teach you how to start an argument? Well, hang tight and I will let you know right after we take care of a little bit of business. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E. E-R, Pfeiffer, powerseminars.com, or call us at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. Are you struggling with personal issues? Are you seeking greater clarity about your life, relationships, or, or your career? Do you desire more joy? Do you want to heal your relationship? Do you want to find inner peace? Or are you seeking a deeper relationship with God? Well, all of these are possible today. I'm Janet Pfeiffer, and I'm a spiritual life coach with nearly 30 years of experience and thousands of clients just like you who have found healing, hope, peace, and lasting joy in a very short period of time. My sessions are relaxed. They're life-affirming. They're practical and they are compassionate. So give me a call today and let's set up a, an appointment. I can meet with you either in person or by phone or Skype anywhere in the country. So call me today at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. And if your business doesn't have a website, you are losing business Businesses, customers and clients expect businesses to have a web presence. And if your nephew designed the sign, designed your site, it is time for an upgrade. Either way, Bellamy Tech offers professional web design at super affordable prices. So whether you want a simple one-page design, the four-page Business Express, or the full-blown professional presence, Bellamy Tech is your premier choice in web design. 
give Amy a call at 973-459-2791. That's 973-459-2791. Or visit her at bellamytech.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-M-Y, bellamytech.com. And make sure that you pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness, along with the revelation of life's sole purpose. You can find both of my books on my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com, or you can go to Amazon or any of the major booksellers and you can order them there. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, well, this is the place to do it. You know, Anger 911 is hosted by one of the leaders in internet radio, W4CY.com out of Florida. And we are also syndicated on Clear Channel iHeartRadio, which means that we broadcast globally in 195 countries worldwide to a total listener base of over 55 million people. And, you know, if you don't advertise, people don't know that you're out there and how are you going to grow your business and acquire new clients and customers i cater to small business owners because i know that they don't have a budget to advertise so if you want to grow your business this is a great place to do it take advantage of my extraordinarily low rates because you won't find them anyplace else in the business but send me an email today at janet at anger 911.net and i will send you our current rate And if you would like to have your own show, that might be a better fit for you or might be, you know, something else that you want to pursue as well. You know, I've always, I had my own radio show back in the 90s when everything was terrestrial and all of those stations have kind of fallen by the wayside. Everyone now is listening to radio on the internet. So this is the place to have your own show. W4CY.com makes it so easy and so affordable for you. And for me, it's the highlight of my week. I love doing this. I get to bring my message as well as promote my my products and services on air every week. So if that sounds like something that you would be interested in doing, well, again, send me an email, Janet at anger911.net or give me a call at 973-697-1904 and we will get you started on hosting your own radio show. All right, let's get into today's topic. How to start or and or stop an argument. You know, if you've been in a relationship with anybody, and I'm not just talking about, you know, personal or intimate relationships. I'm talking about relationships across the board. If you spend any period of time with an individual, you get you have the opportunity to learn what works for them and what doesn't. Okay? We all know how to interact with certain people because we've been around them long enough. We know that, you know, I may, I may be able to discuss politics with my Uncle Joe because maybe he has a very open mind and while he's passionate about, you know, who he would vote for or what his political position is, he's not a critical person. So he's very open-minded and, and willing to listen to another person's point of view. But maybe my Aunt Sue... Oh, (laughs) I don't think I want to touch politics with her. She may be somebody who's very opinionated. She's what Dr. Phil calls a right fighter, somebody who always has to be right. Um, And maybe she's someone who becomes very nasty with anybody who disagrees with her. So I know that about her. So uh, that's one topic I will not discuss with her. So. Being in relationships for any length of time, we get to know what people are willing to discuss and what they're not. And we know, even in those maybe sensitive subject matters, we know exactly what to say or do to push somebody's buttons, don't we? I mean, we all know that. I know that I can joke about my husband, joke with my husband about not having any hair on his head. I mean, he's, you know, like a lot of other men, he's got that solar panel thing going on upstairs, but he's comfortable with it. So I can tease him about that and and joke around with him and he doesn't become offended. But maybe, you know, my friend Steve, who has lost his hair, maybe he's more sensitive about it. And if I were to kid around with him, it might end up in an argument. So these are things that, you know, we all know how to take a harmless discussion 
and convert it into a vicious fight. And let me just say something, by the way, that there's, there's a difference between discussions and arguments, okay? A discussion or, or a disagreement just simply means that there's a difference of opinion. And, and people very often disagree on things, and it doesn't have to become a, a fight or an argument. So a disagreement then is, is simply a, dis, a difference of opinion, but an argument has an element of hostility, and sometimes it can go as far as becoming aggressive, all right? So there is a difference, all right? Disagreements do not necessarily have to escalate to arguments. I'll show you how they do, and then I'll also share with you how to avoid that from happening. You know me. I, I love reading advice columns in the paper, and one that is in the paper every day that I read is um, is Dear Amy, and and it was so interesting. I love how how the universe is so synchronistic. But as I was writing my show for today, I read this short uh, comment in an, in this particular advice column, and I want to read it to you. It's it's really short. This gentleman writes it, and he says, "I'm a lifelong ba- bachelor, and I'm dedicated to my pets." Recently, one of my cats was a victim of an altercation with another animal. He could barely walk and had two large bites on him. Immediately, I rushed him to to my vet, and the bill was not cheap, Um, but my vet gives me time to pay off my bills. A nosy neighbor with whom I'm halfway friendly heard about this and criticized me for spending too much money on my cat. We had some hot words, quote-unquote hot words, and I nearly assaulted him. Since then, he's tried to make amends, but I want nothing at all to do with someone who doesn't love animals. Am I wrong? Well, <laughs> I'm not even going to address that latter part, okay, because people are people always want to know whether or not they're right or wrong. They always need some, uh, you know, anonymous source to validate, you know, their position on something. And it's not a matter of being right and wrong. People have different opinions. But what I want to address is how this conversation progressed from, you know, an ordinary comment into an argument that escalated to the point where this gentleman was ready to assault his nosy neighbor. So I was kind of envisioning, how do I see this argument um, progressing? So this is what I imagined. The nosy neighbor approaches the uh, owner of the cat and says, I heard your cat got injured and you spent a lot of money at the vet. That's just crazy. It's only a cat, for God's sakes. People spend way too much money on their pets. They're animals, not people. To which I envision the owner replying, and what business is it of yours? It's my cat, my money, and I'll do whatever I darn well please. Cats are way better than idiot people like you anyway, you jerk. To it now, maybe there were a few expletives thrown in there. I don't know. I wasn't present. I'm just imagining. Now, to which the nosy neighbor then replies, Who the bleep are you calling a jerk, you blank blank? And then the owner responds with, Hey, if the shoe fits, buddy. Then the nosy neighbor counters with, Well, at least I'm smart enough not to be throwing away a ton of money on a dumb animal. Now, this is the point probably where the owner of the cat gets ready to assault the nosy neighbor. But thankfully, thankfully, he had a change of heart. Does that sound at all familiar to you? Somebody makes a comment or somebody asks a question, maybe an innocent question. All right. And what could have been just an ordinary conversation between two fairly intelligent people escalates to the point where it's on the verge of becoming physical. Now, really, I mean, I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, oh, oh my God, like, what are we dealing with? Supposedly, I mean, if these people are homeowners, they are adults, they are working, they're supporting themselves. And yet, how does it occur that fairly intelligent people can be so immature, so narrow-minded, so self-centered, so rude or thoughtless that they could take an ordinary conversation like this 
and escalate it to the point where it's on the verge of becoming a physical altercation. To me, this makes no sense at all. And yet there are things that each one of us say and do from time to time that can take an ordinary conversation and convert it into a fight. I mean, it happens all the time. You don't like the tone in somebody's voice or the way that they look at you or you think that they're butting in where they don't belong. And something that could be innocent initially ends up being something dramatic. And of course, people have, I mean, thank God that this cat owner had enough presence of mind to pull himself back when he felt like he was going to get physical. Because the just in the law itself, the person who takes the first swing at somebody else is the guilty party. Now, the nosy neighbor could have said a lot of things that were very provoking, a lot of things that were insensitive. He could have really, you know, uh, the the owner could have made the decision to walk away and the nosy neighbor could have followed him, you know, making rude comments. But the minute it becomes physical, it's the person who takes that verbal dialogue and converts it into a physical act that is the one who then can have charges pressed against them. So that just doesn't make any sense at all to me. But why would you even want something to escalate to that point? I, you know what? I am not, I don't like altercations at all. I don't like verbal altercations, don't like physical altercations. I don't get involved in either one of them. I'm someone, I don't mind a good debate, all right? I like to talk to people about things, and I don't have a problem when people disagree with me. But I'm not someone who deliberately seeks out drama. I don't like arguing, and I will do my very best to to avoid it. I like to discuss things with people, but I don't like to argue and fight. And, And thankfully... I have gotten to the point in my life where I have enough skills that I know how to avoid having that happen. But I remember when I first got, um, became active on Facebook and I only use social media really to promote God's message and to promote my, my business and my services. I don't use it for social interaction. I don't, to me, that just doesn't work for me. If I'm going to interact with somebody, I either want to be in you know, face to face with them, or if there's distance between us, then I'll do it by phone. But I don't use social media for that purpose. But I remember um, posting, and my messages on Facebook are always very spiritual, they're very healing. And I, I post a lot on spiritual sites, obviously, and, and, you know, pages that are connected with God or Jesus or spirituality. And I remember posting things about God and then having people, you know, comment with something contradictory to what I was posting. People, not everybody supports everything that I do. Not everybody's in agreement with me, which is fine. But what I found, and I really don't like classifying people, but the people who were posting the most vicious responses were atheists. And and I have nothing against atheists. I don't It doesn't bother me if you don't believe in God, okay? It's your behavior, the way you treat other people that is important to me, not necessarily your belief systems. And I have really good friends who are atheists and some who are are agnostic, and I, I don't even question that. I'm fine with that. But these people would get really, really nasty. And I would always respond very politely and they would get even nastier and and just make very rude and sometimes vile comments. And they were really trying to push my buttons and get a reaction out of me. I don't take that debate. I've learned how to not do that because I understand that whatever it is they're expressing is just a reflection of what they're dealing with internally. It has nothing at all to do with me. Uh, I now no longer engage with those people. So it's been a long, long time since I had those interactions. But they were very upsetting initially. And they could have gotten really ugly. And you see it. Any of you who are on social media, you see how vicious people can get simply because they disagree with what somebody else is is posting. So um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then I'm going to come back with some... (laughs) I have six surefire tips to convert any conversation into an argument, and you don't want to miss this. All right, so hang tight, and we will be right back. 
Today's show is brought to you by Fight for Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F. E-R, Pfeiffer, PowerSeminars.com, or call us at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. Are you in foreclosure or behind on your payment? Tired of tenants and toilets? Home Investment Partners are real estate investors who make cash home purchases in the central New Jersey area, offering no-hassle quick sales. Visit our website today at homeinvestmentpartners.net. That's homeinvestmentpartners.net. And don't forget to pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and The Great Truth. You can find both of my books on my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Just click on the Products tab and all of my books will appear. But make sure that you pick up your copies today and pick up a couple of extras because they really make great gifts. You know, there's a lot of holidays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Hanukkah, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings. I mean, these books make fabulous gifts because they're both focused on helping people create peace within themselves. And there's nothing, nothing more valuable than peace. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, well, now's the time to do it. Anger 911 is hosted by one of the leaders in internet radio, W4CY.com, and we're globally syndicated on Clear Channel iHeartRadio, which means that we broadcast worldwide in 195 countries, and we have a total listener base of over 55 million people. And because we're syndicated... All of my shows are available on demand by going to the iHeart website. All you have to do is go to iHeartRadio.com and search for Anger 911 and all of my shows will come up. So even if you advertised with me last year or two years ago, your ads are always going to be available for anybody who listens to the podcast. I mean, how amazing is that? And my rates are super affordable because I cater to small businesses. I, don't, I know that you don't have a budget, so I keep my rates very low for you. So if you're interested in advertising your business product or services on my show, send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net and I will send you our current rates. And if you've ever thought about having your own radio show, well, think no more. Now is the time to act because W4CY.com makes it so easy and so affordable for you to host your own radio show. I'm in my fourth year and I cannot imagine my Wednesday mornings without doing this show. It is the highlight of my week. And you too can have your own radio show. So if that sounds like a good fit for you, give me a call or send me an email today and I will give you all of the details on that as well. And I want to encourage you all to follow me on all of the social media sites, uh, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. I think that's it. (laughs) I always forget. I don't know. There's just so many of them. But I'm very, very active, and I really enjoy interacting with all of you. And don't forget to check out my blog as well. You know, all of the highlights from my shows are posted on my blog. All you have to do is go to anger911.net and click on the blog tab, and all of today's highlights will be posted on my blog as well. And uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I wanted to let you know, too, about my upcoming project. Not only do I have my weekly radio show, which you are currently listening to, but I also have a new venture that I'm working on. iHeartRadio now has a, a new segment segment called iHeart Plus and Pulses. I'm sorry, iHeart Pulses. <laughs> Well, it's a plus. It's an an addition to what I'm currently doing. But these are mini podcasts that will be available for you to listen, uh, listen to at any time. And my new project 
is called Between You and God. So all of these mini podcasts, which are only between three and five minutes in length, so they're really convenient for you to listen to, will be posted on the iHeart website. So I'm currently working on that, and I will keep you updated as to when all of that goes live. So don't forget, keep your eyes and ears open for Between You and God, which will be up on the iHeart website shortly. All right, let's see. Any other business? I don't think so. Let's get back to today's show. Now, we're talking about how to start and stop and or stop an argument. And I'm what I want to share with you now are six tips, six surefire ways that you can convert any conversation into an argument. And what I'm going to share with you, I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek, okay? I'm not here to promote or advocate that you argue and fight with people. Everything that I do is about helping you to find more peace and harmony in your life and with within your relationships. So take this all with a grain of salt, okay? The first tip is to know what, uh, what issues the other party is sensitive to or passionate about. And then make certain to bring those topics up for discussion. All right? So if you know that somebody is sensitive about their weight, maybe they've put on a few pounds, or maybe their eating habits or their spending habits are creating a problem for them, make sure that you next time you see them, you bring that issue up. So, Sharon, how's your uh, credit card debt going? Got any of that paid down yet? Did you get rid of any of your credit card debt? That's sure to spark an argument because that's a sensitive issue for that individual. Right? The second tip is no what With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What to say or to do to provoke them. Make certain that you push their buttons. All right, so if you know somebody is, I, I, I know a lot of people who are vegan, who don't eat meat products. So if I want to really push somebody's buttons, then I can, I can let them know about the sale that the lo- local supermarket is having on all of their beef. You know, oh, they got ground beef on sale or they have hot dogs on sale. Know exactly what to say to do to push the other person's buttons. All right. If if they have a certain style of fashion that you find is maybe inappropriate for their age, maybe you have somebody who is, you know, in their 60s or 70s dressing like they're in their 20s or 30s. And, you know, you just think that it looks inappropriate. Make certain to bring that up. Comment on the way they look or on the way that they dress. All right. So. You know, and we all know, we all know what a person's sensitive issues are. We know how to push people's buttons and get a rise out of them. The thing is, is that when you do that, that's a form of bullying. But what the heck, if if that's your style, go ahead, try it and see how it works. All right. And again, I'm saying this with a little bit of sarcastic humor here. The third step is make certain to infuse a hefty dose of criticism sarcasm, and insults. And you might want to insert a few expletives in there and round it off with with a threat or two just for good measure. (laughs) All right, now, let me comment on criticism. A lot of people think that there's something called constructive criticism. That's an oxymoron, and I don't mean a stupid ox, okay? What I mean is that there's no such thing as constructive criticism. Criticism by its very nature focuses on the negative. It comments on what is wrong or what you disagree with or what you don't like or what you find offensive. There's nothing constructive about that. You can make a constructive suggestion to somebody, but there's no such thing as constructive criticism. So if you really want to upset somebody, if you really want to push their buttons and get a reaction out of them, criticize them. 
Disguise it as constructive if you want to, but you're going to get the same kind of reaction. As sarcasm, I've spoken about sarcasm before, and a lot of people think that sarcasm is humor. It's not. It's actually a form of passive-aggressive behavior. And people can identify when somebody is being sarcastic. They don't find it humorous. They find it very offensive. And again, this is another way that you can convert an ordinary conversation into an argument. And of course, insults. You know, find something derogatory, some offensive comment that you can make about the individual and make sure that you throw that in. And again, you want to throw in a little bit of profanity? That'll get a rise out of them as well. And if you want to make a threat or two, I'm sure that they'll react to that. I don't know too many people who wouldn't, all right? But these are all very, uh, you know, very uh, affirmative ways of getting a negative reaction from somebody. All right, the next tip, number four, is to always be right. Never admit to being mistaken about anything, okay? Be right. Fight for your position till the death. Even if at some point in the discussion, you realize that, whoops, okay, <laughs> I had my facts a little mixed up or, you know, uh, I, I made a comment that was really kind of off base. Don't ever admit to it. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to embarrass or humiliate yourself. God forbid. You don't want to give the other person something that they can use against you later on in the discussion. Never, ever, ever admit to being wrong. Always maintain your position of being right. Like Dr. Phil says, be a right fighter. People who are very close-minded and just will not ever admit that maybe, just maybe, they may be mistaken about something. Number five, be as arrogant and close-minded as possible. Never Listen to or consider the other person's position. I mean, why would you? If you're right, then there's no reason for you to listen to somebody else to, to hear what they have to say or to listen to their position. Because if they're disagreeing with you, then obviously they are wrong. Because if you were wrong and they were right, then you'd suddenly agree with them. But that's not the way that it works. So be certain to remain arrogant and as close-minded as possible. Don't even consider another position or another perspective on something, even if they bring you proof, just throw it aside, okay? It has no value. And make sure that you cut them off, all right? If they're presenting something, especially if it's logical, especially if it starts to make sense, you want to cut them off, all right? You don't want to give them the opportunity where maybe at some point they actually have the opportunity to prove themselves right, you don't want them to go that far. So just cut them off because when you cut somebody off, when you interrupt them and you don't let them finish what it is they have to say, the message that you are sending them is, I'm not interested in what you have to say. My position is the only thing that matters to me. So don't waste my time because I'm not even listening. And then just ignore them. Okay. If they continue to rattle on and on and on, just tune them out. You don't have to respond. Just completely ignore them because that'll really get their goat. <laughs> right? I'm pretty darn sure you're going to get a reaction out of them. And number six, be certain to exaggerate and embellish things whenever possible because that certainly will damage your credibility. All right. People do that all the time. And we know it. We, we take something that's small and we exaggerate it. We make it much larger than what it is. And then, of course, we embellish. We add a little bit here and a little bit there. And we make it suit our needs. Whatever it is, whatever position we have, we add to it whatever we need to strengthen our position. All right. So those are six things that you can do to convert any kind of a conversation into an argument. Do I recommend that you do them? Absolutely not. Again, this is all said in tongue in cheek. Why? Because I want you to think about the things that you are currently doing that are causing these arguments to erupt. They don't come out of no place. You know, there are some people who are just so oblivious to what's going on around them and how and what they're participation in this situation is that they don't even realize it. 
you know, and you know people like that. It's like, oh my God, like you can't say anything to anybody. Everybody just gets so bent out of shape. It's like, oh my God, they're so sensitive. You know, they like you say something to somebody and they jump down your throat. Well, why do you think that is? Could it possibly be because maybe you are engaging in one of these six behaviors? You need to start thinking about that, right? You may love the the drama and chaos. I mean, you may be one of those drama queens. I'm not one of them and I don't engage with them at all. But I want you to think about what you are doing, how you are contributing to the contamination of this conversation. Okay? All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'm going to come back with, of course, (laughs) the solutions. I'm going to offer you eight tips that you can use to keep things civil and peaceful. All right? Okay, don't go anywhere. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Or give us a call at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. Are you struggling with personal issues? Are you seeking greater clarity about your life, your relationships, your career choice? Do you desire more joy? Do you want to heal your relationships? Do you want inner peace or a deeper relationship with God? Well, all of these are possible today. I'm Janet Pfeiffer, and I'm a spiritual life coach with nearly 30 years' experience and thousands of clients who, just like you, have found healing, hope, peace, and lasting joy in a very short period of time. My sessions are relaxed, they're life-affirming, they're practical and compassionate. So if this sounds like something that would benefit you, call today for an appointment. I can meet with you in person, by phone, or Skype, anywhere in the country. So call me today at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, this is the place to do it. Anger 911 is hosted by one of the leaders in internet radio, W4CY.com. And we are also globally syndicated on Clear Channel iHeartRadio, which means that we broadcast in 195 countries worldwide to a total listener base of over 55 million people. And our rates are super affordable because I cater to small business owners. I make it affordable for you to get the world about your business. So give me a call today or send me an email at Janet at anger911.net and I will give you our current rates. And if you would like to host your own radio show, that might be a great fit for you as well. W4CY.com makes it so easy and so affordable for you to have your own show. And for me, I love doing this. I'm in my fourth year hosting my show on W4CY.com. I cannot imagine my life without it. So it doesn't have to be a dream for you any longer. It can be a reality. Give me a call or send me an email today and I will give you all of the details on that as well. And don't forget to pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and The Great Truth. You can find both of those books as well as all of my other books on my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Just click on the Products tab and they are all listed there. Or you can go to any of the major booksellers, Amazon, Balboa Press, Tate Publishers, Barnes & Noble, any of them. They all carry my books and you can order them from there as well. And don't forget to follow me on all of the social media sites and check out my blog just by going to anger911.net. And let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. (laughs) How could I forget my new venture, my new series of mini shows, which will be hosted by iHeart Pulse 
And my new show is called Between You and God. These are three to five minute segments about our relationship with God and how we can live life from a completely different perspective that will make our lives so much easier and so much richer in every capacity. So I'm currently working on developing this show and I will keep you posted as to when it will go live. Um, And I'm super, super excited about it. So Between You and God, Um, Keep your eyes and ears open for that. And uh, let's see, we we have a new segment that we added just recently called Funny Bones. Because, you know, we talk about some very serious issues here, and I like to break things up with a little bit of laughter. So if you have a short one-liner, a funny anecdote, a personal story, a riddle, anything that's short and clean, send it to me at Janet at Anger911.net with your name. You can just use your first name if you'd like and maybe the state that you live in. And if I think it's humorous, if it makes me laugh, I'm going to share it with all of our listeners on air. So uh, what I want to share with you today is, I, you know, I love t-shirts and I love the funny ones. And I have, I have some that are getting pretty old, but they have these really funny messages on them. And one I think I've had, it's got to be 15 years old. It says, your village called, their idiots missing. And I, I don't know, that t-shirt cracks me up every time I put it on. But very often I'll be in, in, you know, uh, in, in stores where they sell humorous t-shirts or um, I, I get these mail order catalogs very often that have some that are really, really funny. So I pulled out a couple of my favorites and I just want to read them to you today because I just thought that they were so cute. And this one in particular, uh, which kind of ties in with today's theme, and it says, I may be left-handed, but I'm always right. <laughs> I just love that. In fact, I think I have to get that for my husband. Although, honest to God, isn't it odd that we've been married for almost 19 years? I don't know if he's left-handed. I think he is, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll get that for him anyhow. Um, And then there's this one. Note to self. Just because it pops into my head does not mean that it should come out of my mouth. (laughs) You know, people say to speak your mind. (laughs) Not always, okay? It's not always a good idea. Sometimes it's better to keep your mouth shut. And then the final one. I just think this is cool. I think I should get this for myself. It says, once in a while, I come across someone amazing. Well, here I am. (laughs) I don't know. They're just cute. I think they're funny. They made me laugh. I hope that they made you chuckle as well. All right. Let's get back to today's show. We are talking about how to start and or stop an argument. So before the break, we were talking about different ways that we can actually take an ordinary conversation, one that is harmless, and escalate it to the point where it's an argument. And again, I don't advocate anybody doing that, okay? It was all said tongue-in-cheek. But what I want to share with you now, and these I am serious about, if you would prefer to keep your conversations civil and somewhat peaceful, then I recommend that you try the following eight suggestions. Number one, Refuse to engage in highly sensitive or provoking topics. Don't initiate or participate in them, regardless of how much the other person persists. Now, even if the other person is trying to push your buttons and get a reaction out of you and they keep insisting that we have to talk about this, I want to hear your opinion, come on, we can have a discussion, you can simply make a general statement that lets them know that you're not going to engage in that. And you can say something like, nope, I'm not going there. Nope. I don't care how hard you try. I'm not going there. Nope. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. You can say that a few times and hopefully the person will get the, the hint. All right. So that's one suggestion. Refuse to initiate or engage in any of those sensitive topics that could erupt into uh, an argument. Now, there are some times when you have to discuss sensitive issues, okay? That's not what we're talking about today. I mean, I've talked about that in other shows, and you can certainly go to iHeartRadio.com and just search for Anger 911 and just scroll through the list of topics that I've talked about, and you'll find shows where I, I have shared um, examples of how you can have those sensitive conversations. But unless if they're absolutely necessary, you don't need to engage in them. The second one is stay out of other people's business. 
If it does not concern you, do not be concerned. All right, how many times do we stick our nose where it doesn't belong? And then people become offended. It's like, well, what are you even, you know, just like the nosy neighbor and the cat owner. What business was it of that cat owner, of the, of the neighbors, what that cat owner was doing with his money or with his animals? He wasn't abusing them. He was caring for them. It was none of his business. So he had no business commenting on it. Number three, if necessary, walk away before the conversation turns nasty. You know, just tell them, you know what? I, I have to go take care of some other business. You know, and people very often will try to keep you. No, 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 you can't leave. We're right in the middle of discussing this. There's no reason why you can't walk away. I, I had, I remember years ago when I was giving an anger management lecture for a group of legal secretaries and one legal secretary said, you, you just can't get up and walk away from your boss. I said, sure you can. Just tell him you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Who's going to tell you that you can't go pee? Right. So if that's the excuse that you have to use, then use it. Do whatever you have to do. Walk away. Disengage. Number four, remain open minded and respectful of the other person's position. Right. You don't have to agree with them. Just be respectful of where they're coming from. Acknowledge their feelings, their beliefs and needs, even if you don't understand or agree with them. And it could be a statement, something as simple as, well, I may not share your beliefs, but there's always room for multiple opinions. Okay? I mean, that's a diffusing statement, all right? That's, some, that's a statement that acknowledges the other person while also letting them know that you don't necessarily agree with them. Or you can say something like, well, just because we disagree doesn't necessarily mean that I'm right. Those are, those are my beliefs or that's my, my opinion or my perception of the situation. So it's really important to always remain open-minded and respectful of the other person's position. Number five, be sensitive and kind, but firm when necessary. And when speaking, be crystal clear and judiciously concise. Clear and concise. I cannot stress that enough because so many conversations convert into fights because people aren't clear about what it is they're saying. There are misunderstandings. So you want to make sure that you're very clear, but also very concise, but be firm when necessary. You know, you could be sensitive about what you're saying, but you can also be firm with it as well. Number six, carefully choose your words, your tone of voice, and your attitude. And always, always, always consider what this would sound like if the other person were saying it to you, all right? That's compassion. That's empathy. We always have to consider how the other person is going to interpret or what it sounds like to them. So if you're talking to a coworker and they did a really sloppy job um, on a report that they were writing up, you can say to them, you know, that was really sloppy. Your work was, was just a hot mess. Or you can say, well, this is not the quality of work that I have come to expect from you. So you see what I'm talking about? You can carefully choose your words. They don't have to be hurtful or unkind. Number seven, if the situation becomes heated, know what to say or do to calm things down. Right? You, you know, we, we all have to learn how to diffuse a potentially damaging situation. And sometimes it can be something as simple as a validation. You know, I can see how important this issue is to you. Maybe the other person's getting very excited and maybe they're starting to get very animated. And you can say something as simple as, well, I can see how important this is to you. Or let's see if there's a way that we can work this out. All right. Those kinds of statements can be very calming and very soothing. Number eight. Don't take personal offense to what the other person is saying. Their behavior, and I've said this, I can't tell you how many times on, on different shows, behavior is nothing more than an expression of what that individual is dealing with internally. So their behavior simply mirrors their inner self. It's not a reflection of you. Don't take personal offense. It's one of the number one mistakes that we made that trigger anger inside of us. When we take personal offense to what other people are saying or doing. 
Train yourself to remain emotionally detached. If the other person is getting excited, just envision them as being actors on a TV screen. You don't have to become emotionally involved in all of that. You don't have to assign an emotion to every experience that you're having. You can remain emotionally detached and therefore address or respond to that situation from a very logical, intellectual perspective. And that to me, makes a lot more sense because you keep that situation from escalating. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) You know, discussions are such a critical aspect of every healthy relationship. And they're actually beneficial because they allow us to acquire greater knowledge about the other person. We can learn a lot about the other individual or the issue and even about ourselves just by having a rational discussion with somebody. And sometimes it's, it's, it's an issue where we have to find a resolution to. Other times it's, it's just a matter of conversation. But in any event, a few simple techniques, such as the ones I offered, and, you know, with a little bit of restraint on your part, you can keep any dialogue civil and productive. And aren't you going to benefit from that? You don't get all upset, all agitated, all aggravated. And then you have to go calm yourself down. Just keep things calm and sim- simple, uh, calm and civil from the get-go. To me, it just makes so much more sense. Okay, we are just about out of time. Wow, we covered a lot today, didn't we? Well, we always do. <laughs> um, but as always, I want to thank you, first of all, for spending this time with me. It has been a joy and a privilege and an honor to share my knowledge and expertise with you. And as always, I want to end today's show with a message of inspiration for you. And this, uh, every week on all the social media sites, I post inspirational quotes from my latest book, The Great Truth. And this is my post for today. I rely heavily on my GPS my God-pleasing system, to live in accordance with divine law, to please God in all that I say and do, this is of utmost importance to me. When I follow God's directives, I am always on the right path. I never lose my way, and I consistently arrive at my proper destination. God-pleasing system, never leave home without it. Well, we are out of time, my friends. I want to thank you again for spending this hour with me. I want to wish you all a very peaceful, blessed, joyful week, and I'll see you back here next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Yeah.